podcast. Hey, it's Rod. Welcome to another episode of the Weathercock Podcast, episode number 73. And we just keep on ticking, right? Like the Energizer Bunny. It's like our batteries don't die. We always have something to talk about. The well has not run dried in terms of topics. I can tell you that right away. There's a lot to talk about still on my list. And today makes no exception. I want to talk to you about skepticism. And the reason that I want to talk to you about this is I was like polishing up another draft of my book called Like a Weathercock. And as I was going through it, and it must be like the seventh draft now, because it just, every time there's always like some tweaking to do, some better phrasing, some grammar to correct, stuff that I really want it to be not perfect, but to my image. And the difference between the first draft and the seventh draft is absolutely huge. It's, it's hard to be able to put in words how different it is today. But the more I go over it, the more it's starting to really take shape into a vision, into something that I'm ready to share with the world. Now, when I was writing the other day, I realized that it kind of dawned on me, actually, that I really have no truth to tell. What I'm writing in this book, which are ideas, my story, things that have happened, uh, concepts and perspectives that I have about different topics that I've shared here already on the podcast, but go more into detail in the book, I realized that nobody can actually believe what I'm saying and take this and actually go run with it and say, this is what I'm going to apply in my life. What I'm sharing in the book is actually my truth, is what I believe in, and hopefully it will spark interest for you to go out and explore yourself or be more curious about things in life. And I realized that most of the books that I read on self-development, a lot of them with ideas and concepts also, are truths of the author that put it in there. Of course, there are some science-based books out there that just have facts. But when it comes to self-development, it's a very vast world a very vast topic with many, many, many subtopics inside of it. And everybody has a story to tell. I've read probably over 50 to 75 self-development books in the last three years. And what I can tell you is it all comes full circle. Everybody has pretty much the same outcome when we talk about, when we talk about, for example, failure or fear. Everybody comes to the same conclusion, but everybody takes a different path, a different story, a different road to get to the conclusion of it, of how to actually, you know, deal with fear. But who are you to believe me about that? And I, as I said, while writing the book and, you know, reviewing it the other day, I said, what I'm writing here is good for me. I believe it. And I can go on a stage. I can talk about it on a podcast. With a client, I can talk to people in my entourage about all of this and speak from my perspective. But you should be skeptical. You should be skeptical about what I'm saying because you should do your own research. And as I open up this skeptical topic, I realize that it's really healthy to be skeptical. It's really healthy to actually ask questions and be curious which comes full circle with the whole idea of the weathercock, which is to always be curious. 
to explore, experiment, expand your thinking, and discover things that you didn't think were possible. And you should be skeptical. So we see skeptics sometimes as people that want to piss us off. A lot of times when someone's always questioning us, challenging us, coming back at us with a question, when we're just trying to convince them of something, we can easily take it the wrong way. I know I've taken that the wrong way many, many times because I want to be right. I want people to believe me. What I'm saying is going to change your life. What I'm saying is the way that we're going to be doing things. And in my past life, when I was a leader in uh, many retail stores, that's the way I used to operate. It's like my way or the highway, your way is not the way. This is what I've been taught. And now I'm bringing it down to you and you got to execute this the way we do. So we, we stifle people into not thinking for themselves. So what they do is they just execute. And later on, when they get a little bit curious, they don't, they don't dare to lift their hands up in the air because they don't want to be shot down with their ideas because they've been pushed back for so many years. So as I'm writing this book, I'm thinking, what kind of message is it that I want to put out there into the world? And I was happy while rereading it that I'm not trying to convince anybody of anything with what I'm writing or what I'm saying in this podcast, nothing. And I think I make it abundantly clear at every podcast that I appreciate you taking time out to listen to this. I appreciate you considering this as a podcast that you can learn from, maybe grow from and do your own research. But what I'm certainly trying to do with people that I come in contact with is to elevate their curiosity make them more curious to go do the research themselves, to go check it out themselves and find their own truths. When we, you know, do some self-development, we'll read a book and it'll enlighten us. We'll, f- we'll connect to that person's story, to their thoughts or to their ideas. And we may even try some of those ideas for our own life. But unless we experiment with them, there's no sure way of knowing. Reminds me of when we watch, you know, commercials and these commercials are trying to convince us to buy into whatever they're selling us, right? We have the best this. We have the best that. There's nothing that tastes like this. There's nothing that can impact your life like that. And a lot of times we're so busy in our own lives. We're so busy hustling and bustling and making ends meet, family obligations desires to have promotions and maybe get a business off the ground, write a book, you know, have a bit of time to listen to some music on the weekend, spend some time with your partner, watch a movie. God, I get dizzy just thinking of the amount of time that we spend, you know, doing stuff all the time. But this is not a podcast about how much stuff you do. As much as I want to tell you that it's quite okay and you should be skeptical. A healthy skepticism means that you're going to do your own research. You're going to see for yourself if this is something that you want. So let's say a movie that has 90% on Rotten Tomatoes and you watch it and it's like, I'd give it like a 50. Well, that's just not your taste. But a movie that has 23% on Rotten Tomatoes and you would give it a 9, 90, then, hey, it's your taste. It's okay. I think that's what's important to remind ourselves of when we are doing any type of self-development is what works for someone may not work for you. 
even though this person that has wrote the book is doing the podcast, uh, does YouTube videos, whatever they do, doesn't apply to what you are trying to strive in your life. But if everybody follows this person and you feel like you don't understand why you're not resonating with that person, that's quite okay. I mean, maybe it's just not someone who speaks to you. So you have to do your own research. You have to find your own people that are going to elevate you, that are going to bring the best out of you. And the only way of doing that is being skeptical. And having a healthy skepticism is don't believe what everybody tells you. Your truth is not theirs and their truth is not yours. Do your research. Take some time out and really go into detail and see if this is something that you can apply in your own life. If it is aligned with your values, what is just the most important thing when choosing anything that you want to dive into and try, especially when we're doing self-development. When I enrolled in um, a coaching school back in 2021, I did some research. I knew that this school was a place that was reputed. It had great uh, feedback. I checked in with some people that had done the course and they told me that it was a life-changing place. And I really wanted to make sure that the money that I was going to invest in myself was going to be something that would be worth it, that would bring me more than just a certification, but rather meet amazing people and be able to you know, become the best version of myself through the teachings. And by doing this research, this is what prompted me to sign up for it. And when I signed up for it, I had to go through an enrollment call. And the person that took my call was telling me how a great decision that I was about to make told me that after the class, after the course, when I'd be certified, I'd be working with people from across the world, from many countries, and I would be paid thousands of dollars to do this coaching. And when he said that, it rung all wrong for me. Like, basically, it was like turning me off at the highest level. I had been a business owner. I had failed as a business owner. I know what it takes to be a successful and a bad entrepreneur. I know that. I've been through it. I've had success and I've had failures. And I know that starting a business is not easy. So hearing this person on the other side of the world telling me how I would become extremely wealthy and also have much impact into the world with my coaching, even without having done a day in that school, I knew that that wouldn't be the case. Starting a business is hard, but they're going through their script of wanting to sign you up. And at that moment, I was skeptic. Should I still do it? Should I still go for it? Should I still you know, actually sign up for this? Is this you know, the, the way that I'm going to be taught. But the overwhelming evidence of people that have gone through the course that told me it was life-changing convinced me to go for it anyway. And it was. It was one of the best. It was the best decision I made in 2021. And probably the best one of the best decisions I've made in my life because look at me today talking to you. But if I would have believed that guy who told me that I would become like very wealthy, have clients from across the world, as soon as I got certified, then I would have been the most miserable, miserable SOB ever certified because I knew that starting a business was not going to be easy. But you know what? I was skeptical. I was skeptical. I did my research. I had all, I had it all in front of me. And all I had to do was make a decision. So I knew that I wanted to get the learnings and the teachings 
but I also knew that I wouldn't be easy once I got out of there and started my own practice. And three years later, I'm still struggling. It's normal. It's part of, you know, starting up a business. It does no one knocks on your door after you get certified at something. You got to create something. It takes time. But what would be the value if, you know, it wasn't hard? So I was healthy in terms of my skepticism. I did my research and it paid off. It was a great, great experience. And if it would have been a bad one, then of course I would have learned through it and, you know, grew from it. And I probably would have chose something else that would have fitted more my style, whatever it is that I was looking for at the time. But you got to be skeptical. Everybody's got something to sell you, even in self-development. Everybody wants to sell you something. Everybody wants to sell you a program. Everybody wants to sell you a method. Everybody wants to sell you a course. Everybody wants to sell you a school, whatever, a book, whatever it is. Be skeptical. Do your research. Take time to go into the details and see if this person really resonates with your values and what it is that you're looking for to change in your life. And you'll already be better off, whatever your decision, by knowing that you're followed and you're aligned with your intentions and your values. Sometimes it's not spending hours and weeks researching. Just a few minutes today, you can find out a lot about whatever it is that you're trying to decide on. After being certified, I wanted to find a school that could serve my purpose of, you know, certifying or I won't use certify, actually learn about neuro-linguistic programming, NLP. I wanted to learn the basics of that. This is something that I wanted to do in coaching. So I researched a lot of schools. I looked at different types of schools. I went to some friends and some colleagues and I asked them, where were you certified for NLP? Where did you go to learn NLP? And I looked at all of them. And finally, I found this amazing, amazing program school slash that's based in Ireland that is just absolutely, or Scotland, sorry, that is just absolutely amazing. And I put my money there and it was the best investment I made. I stayed there a year and a half learning NLP, CBT, uh, learning how to become a skilled helper. So many courses inside of that for such a great price because the guy that runs the school has his heart in the right place. He wants to make this accessible for everybody to learn and not overcharge just because he can, but rather offer it at a decent price so you can have access to all these teachings. It resonated with me so much that I spent a year and a half of my life doing as many courses as possible. And when I was done, I stopped and looked for the next thing that I wanted to learn. Be skeptical. Do your research. Ask questions. Ask your friends. Ask your colleagues. Ask people that you've studied with that you really resonate, that are aligned with your values. And you'll see that whatever decision you make, if it's aligned with your values, then ultimately it can't be a bad decision because you're following. You're following your ground and core principles. So as I'm writing my book, this all came to me that hopefully if you're interested and you're curious to read it, you'll be skeptical about it. You'll read it with an open mind because actually what I'm just saying is my own truths. It's what I've discovered on my own. Uh, I came up with the weathercock concept by accident, as you will read in the book. It is not something that I pre-planned or had in my head to brand one day. It is really a belief into a symbol that I've created for people to know that it's okay to change your mind. It's okay to change your mind because if you're skeptical, then that gives you the right to change your mind. Um, 
you can listen to a certain type of music and then be interested by another type of music. And people will say, well, you know, you're just following a trend or whatever, but who cares? If you like that music and it's aligned with your tastes, then why would you deprive yourself of it? Change your mind. Be skeptical. Be skeptical of not everything, but be skeptical when something is not aligned with your values. When something does not resonate with you, then do your research. I guess skepticism is another word for research. And I know that when we go into philosophy, uh, we have radical skepticism. We have you know people that are just going to challenge for the sake of challenging and challenging with a dose of questioning. In philosophy, we talk about radical skepticism, where basically you're skeptical about every single thing. You question every single thing. And, you know, there's a virtue to that, actually, but it's not what I want to talk about. I think it's healthy to be skeptic, but be skeptical in the sense that don't believe what everybody's telling you. Find your own truths. And again, when I talk about the weathercock, it's about you know, being aligned with your core principles. Those are your directionals. And it's also being able to flow with the wind. So move with the wind and not have to turn with it just because you have to turn with it, but flow with it because you're aligned with your core principles and be curious. It's all about being curious. Curiosity should equal skepticism when you think about it, because when you're curious, you're looking for answers. You're trying to figure things out. You're curious to learn more about something, but you're not convinced of anything really. But your own truth is what is true. So that's why you explore. That's why you experiment. And that's why you expand your thinking and your horizons because sometimes you figure stuff out and you realize, oh, I wasn't, I wasn't right on this. I was actually wrong. I'm going to change my mind and reorient my direction towards this direction. So in the end, what you're doing is you're really serving yourself in the best way possible. By being a little bit more skeptical, you'll be a little bit more curious, and you're going to discover so much more with experimentation and exploration, and of course, changing your mind when you want to. So I hope that this has opened up a pathway of reflection for you. And before I leave you, I would humbly like to read the introduction to my book called Like a Weathercock and give you an inkling of an idea of what it's all about. And you can make up your own mind if it's something that you would like to read eventually. So maybe it'll come out this year. I'm working on it and um, I hope you'll be part of it. Here is a forward from the author from a book called Like a Weathercock. I hope the ideas and perspectives in this book will serve you as a curiosity generator for your own life and just maybe nudge you in a direction where you will consider giving yourself the freedom and flexibility to explore, experiment, expand your thinking, and discover possibilities for your life that have been waiting patiently to be uncovered by its host, you. That's the idea of the weathercock. There is nothing more meaningful, I believe, than to live a life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment. But there is also important knowledge in being skeptical about the ideas I will share with you throughout this book. This is my research and my truth, and some of it, or most of it, may resonate with you and inspire you to conduct your own experimentations and discover your own conclusions. One thing I am certain of is, curiosity is like a key. Not only does it empower you, but it will also unlock your raison d'être and your own truth. 
I am grateful to be the humble passenger on your reading journey. I hope you find what you didn't know you were looking for and change your mind about something you may want to consider and explore further. But that will be for you to decide. I'll hold the map while you do the drive. I hope you enjoyed the small, but hopefully a little impactful preview I gave you of my book that I'm writing and going to be publishing this year. Um, hey, if you are interested in more writing, go and sign up for my newsletter. It is a bi-weekly weathercock update with ideas, perspectives, photographs, books I'm reading, whatever's on my mind, basically. Go to the rashabat.com website and you'll be prompted to sign up for the newsletter. And my website has everything you need to know about me. If ever you're interested in finding out more, you can follow me on social media at Rod Shabbat on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, that's pretty much it. I don't do TikTok, unfortunately. So have a great, great day wherever you are in the world and in whichever time zone you live in. And I can't wait to connect with you next week for another episode of the Weathercock Podcast. See you soon. The Weathercock Habit Tracker is 24 months of tracking grids that you will use to add, edit, experiment, and or delete habits that serve you every month in your quest to live a more healthier and consistent life your way. For each month, I created a fun booster quote to remind you that you got this, one habit at a time. You also have a total line at the end for each habit so that month's end, you can compile the number of times you performed the habit or habits that you're tracking. Finally, the bottom of the page has a space for you to comment or reflect on your habit progress for the month. Make it work for you. This tool requires only two things, patience and consistency. With both of these, your habit tracker will become a non-negotiable tool in your life just like my habit tracker is for me. And I've been using this for two years and I can't live without it. I'm very, very honored to present to you the Weathercock Habit Tracker and I want to wish you 